by the way. Don't put that on Facebook or social media. Just came out. Uh, to all of our guests, thank you for being with me. Would you disregard the last comment, please? We're so thrilled you're here today with us, and I hope that you filled out your card and put it in the um, offering buckets. If you missed it, just please give it to an usher or take it to the Connect desk. Thank you for being here. Speaking of pastor, he is at our Angleton campus this morning, and uh, he hasn't been there in many months. I think I've been there three times since he's been there, so they were about to disown him. So he is there, and I'm here. And I have a word for you, and, it's, and we're going to have a great time in the next few minutes. I want to get started quickly. Um, I'm so thankful that there have been so many guests this whole summer. And I know many of our guests have not met all of our triumph. Uh, saints, because they've been scattered about and around, but they're all coming home this week. So we have had so many wonderful, wonderful people that are wanting to become a part of our church. It's been amazing to see what God is doing to grow us. And uh, so today, if I haven't met you, I will be in the foyer after the service at some point. I'd love to meet you. Please stick around. Thank you for joining us online, all of our online viewers. I believe God has something so special for you today, so hang on. Thank you again for being with us. You know, I, um, I want to talk to you, the, the title of what I'm going to talk to you about today is Change the Name, Change the Game. Say that. Change the name, change the game. Well, what's in a name? Does anybody know? Is it really important? The name, according to the dictionary, is a title by which one person is designated from another person. So it's, um, it's a way for us to tell people places and things apart. And in our day, names do not have the significance that they should, nor certainly of what they had in biblical days. And uh, Shakespeare penned this. He said, that which we call a rose by any other name would smell is sweet. Well, most people would say they concur with that because really, after all, a rose it would smell sweet no matter what name it had. And so that's kind of the mindset from which our culture has evolved. However, there is importance. Most people in our culture just pick a name that sounds good and is possibly the trend at the moment. There has been a trend in Christianity to go back toward hearing and seeing and feeling and knowing what names mean. And I would certainly, certainly concur with that. But what is in a name and does it matter or is it important? So I have some things I'm going to share with you the next few minutes that are really critical to build a foundation for us. So I hope you'll hold on for the ride. I'm going to do some speed um, ministry here. Is that okay? So I hope you can hear quickly. I, uh, I, I know you're probably saying, what names are you really talking about, Renee? Well, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of different things. I'm talking about names that you've been given. I'm talking about names that you've taken on yourself that other people have given to you and put upon you. I'm talking about names that limit us and define us in a particular area. And then fourthly, I'm talking about preeminently the new name that God wants to give each one of us and has given us. So, 
what's in a name. In the Bible, names were symbolic and they were significant. They were always the essence of an individual. You know what that is? The essence of who they were, their destiny. It captured their being. When God created Adam, he gave him a name that become, and he became man. Man. Eve was created in her na name means mother of all living. Mother of all living. So whatever you name them, they will take on those characteristics in the Bible. And that is a principle that we see throughout the Word of God. It also entails your reputation. The Word of God teaches us that a reputation, a good reputation, is very, very critical to our walk with God. And, by, and the biblical name always stood for a reputation or the fame or lack thereof. You know, parents chose names of our children for their children that they wanted to see fulfill a destiny. So they would, their future, they would name them according to their desires and the nature or describe the parents' dreams and their hopes for these children and their future expectations. It also means personality. It's what takes on your life. For instance, David means beloved. Abraham. Abraham means father of the multitude. Jacob means deceiver. And we're going to talk about, about those in a minute. Judah means praise. All of these people proved that true to their very names that God had given them. Now, names in the Bible are, are significant. They're also identification. They identify us. It's true even with your own name. It should tell us who you are and what you are. But in biblical days, it always identified your allegiance to whom your loyalties lie, where your allegiance was. And the word translated name in the Hebrew is a mark or a brand. A mark or a brand. So are you getting the picture that names are very important? Well, names do matter, ladies and gentlemen. Without a doubt, they do matter. The name of God matters most of all. I have been a uh, Christian from as long as I can, I've been alive. And um, as long, and my heritage has been that. But somehow through the, the breaking down of our culture and the lack of, of uh, patronage to God, and, and the things of God and the breaking down of that, I have seen a decline in the understanding of the power of whom we are supposed to be serving. And that is a bit of my backstory today. And so I'm hoping that today is not only going to inform you, but it's going to inspire you and is also going to give you weaponry and give you knowledge that can help annihilate the enemy and you can inspire others. I'm always believing. Look, I'm a teacher. Yes, I'm a minister, but I am a learner. So everything that someone is teaching me, I'm thinking about how I can apply it to someone else. I hope you're doing the same today. So I want to start right here, and this is where I'm going to go fast. But Pastor Randon preached on the name last week, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going to, do, I'm going to preach on the name next week. But he just set me up. So here's, I knew then God was doing something so great um, 
when as he finished and by the way there was such a powerful move of the spirit and the presence of God so real he ended with some of the El Shaddai's and he ended with the Jehovah's of God and his name always names matter and his name reveals his character and his nature El Shaddai the strong one he is El Elyon God most high he is El Olam the everlasting God he is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. He is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. He is Jehovah Shalom, God of peace. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. Jehovah Rai, the Lord our shepherd. Isaiah 9, 6 says, the name shall be called wonderful. Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father and the prince of peace. He is the second Adam, our advocate. These are just a few I found. The Alpha and Omega, the Ancient of Days, the Amen, the author and the finisher of our faith, the blessed and only potentate, the captain of salvation, the chief shepherd, the cornerstone. He is the day spring, the desire of the nations, the faithful witness, the first and the last. He is the good shepherd. And dare I keep going on that it would just kind of, you'll just let it roll off your head. But as I looked up every name that I could find in there, 256 names of Christ that we find in the Word of God, I began to get something deep inside of me again that somehow I felt like I'd lost a bit of the understanding of who we truly are in this whole thing about and what he can offer us. So Jesus himself said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the bread of life. That was Jesus. I am the door, Jesus said. I am the God of the fathers. I am the good shepherd, Jesus said. I am the light of the world. I am the Lord which exercised loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. And I am the Lord, your Holy One. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And I am the life. I am the vine. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am thy shield. I am with you always. I love Matthew 121. And she shall bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled. Which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying. Behold the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which is God is with us and he came in a baby Philippians 2 9 and 11 says therefore God also has exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow either here or in eternity but they will bow and every tongue shall confess those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father so his name reveals his personality 
It reveals a supernatural baby, not just another child, but God in human flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was made flesh. His personality is revealed as a supernatural birth, not a normal birth. But Isaiah said, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold the virgin, yes, the virgin, the only ever virgin that has given birth to a child and the only one that ever will give birth to one, shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. In the personality, his name also reveals a supernatural battler. I love it because why God entered this whole entire world. He came to fight the battle. He came to fight that battle that humanity could never wage. And if we tried, we would never win. He came to do battle with Satan and he won. And he has given us the armor and given us the battling equipment now. First Samuel 17 says the battle is the Lord's. Ephesians tells us to put on the whole armor of God. His name reveals his purpose. That's the th third one. It reveals his purpose. Jehovah is salvation. Everybody knows the purpose of God. It should be your purpose. For this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, the name Jesus reveals a God with a desire to save sinners. We're told that Jesus came into this world not to condemn the world, never but to save them. This was not a new desire. It was the heartbeat of God even before the foundation of the world was even formed. Revelation 13 will tell you if you want to go there in your homework all about this plan of God. God's plan was conceived in eternity and consummated finally in time but it was conceived in eternity. His name speaks of his delivering power. His deliverance. The name Jesus reminds us that he came into this world for the sole purpose of setting the captives free, to set them free, deliver them. That's what his name reveals to us. And it speaks of his death. It reminds us that he came into this world to die for our sins. He might die on a cross to set us free from sin. And lastly, his name reveals his power. So I'm, I'm just giving you a little bit to set us up for what I believe God wants to say. His name shall be called. Now, notice it says name, not names. It's singular. His name. There's only one. There's only one God, one true living God, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, and it goes on to name it. And it is in these characteristics that Isaiah names, somehow it reveals the power of that name and what we have at our disposal. He is the supernatural one. That's what he is. The word means miracle, supernatural, secret, and extraordinary. He's a miracle man. That's what wonderful means. He's a miracle worker. He's wonderful. So when, you know, I told pastor the other night because his adjectives are nice and 
wonderful and mind, oh my God, it's so great, it's powerful, oh, you know, and I'm on and on. So I said, baby, I found it. This is what wonderful means according to scripture. When you're saying that, you're actually saying some incredible things. You're saying miracle, supernatural, extraordinary. That's who Jesus is. He's more than wonderful. He's the supervising one. The word means to advise, to counsel, to purpose, to devise, and to plan. It refers to his role as a leader and the guiding force of all of our lives, of course. And he's wonderfully qualified to do that job. He is the supervising one. He is the sovereign one. He is the sovereign one. I don't know if they're putting these up here for you, but I gave them to them. The word means hero. It refers to one who is strong, one who is mighty and invincible. He alone is worthy to be praised. He is the sustaining one. This is who Jesus is. I'm explaining to you so you can tell your friends that don't know who this Jesus person is. It's not just a name. It is the name. And there's a difference. He's the sustaining one. He's our source. As Father God is our producer, our generator. He is our source. He created us through Adam and he recreated us through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, he is also everlasting. There was never a time ever in the history of not just mankind, but of the universe and of creation when he was not there. And there will never be a time when he is not because he just is. He was there before time. He will be there in eternity. He is God. He is the great I am. He's the eternal, self-existent one. Our lives are directly tied to him because he lives, we live. That's who I'm talking about. Now, I'm going to ask them to come quickly. You're about to witness something. Some of you may have never seen anything like this. It's been a while since we've done this here. Many of you have never seen this. But there's a mime that I don't know where they went, but they're coming. And they're going to share with you just a bit of what I've been saying in an art form. Can you handle it? Okay. If they come, we'll do it. Go. You can move this. Just thank you. Okay, guys, let's go quick. What's in your name? 